Hey everyone, how you doing? Welcome back to Down and 30. I'm your host, Elizabeth. So let's chat. Let's dive right in. (sighs) I got to come clean, guys. So I don't have like a new job. I'm still with my same company, still doing my same thing, but I have switched schedules. Um, So I am now working in an outpatient setting primarily, and my schedule has shifted from Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 4 to Monday through Thursday, 7.30 to 6. So I'm doing the old, uh, the old four tens. I'm into it. I'm feeling it. I'm on day two, but like, I'm into it. I'm feeling it. But that being said, I definitely realize I'm probably going to have to like switch up my recording and producing schedule. I mean, I'm literally recording this like while brushing my hair. I just got out of the shower. We got a multitask, like, you, you know, the vibes. So It got me thinking that, you know, I'll have to revamp the scheduling maybe a little bit. And then it kind of also got me thinking, like, what kind of creative ways, segments, things like that can we incorporate to keep the connection going, keep the conversation flowing, and, you know, just, like, just keep the vibes. So I'm thinking I'm going to start a new segment, um, keep it brief, pick like a little topic or group of topics, chat about it briefly. Um, I'm thinking like a 10 minute Thursday thoughts type of vibe. What do we think? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to try it for the first time today. Um, I have a particular topic in mind. Like I said, 10 minutes, we're just going to chat. I'm just going to put my thoughts out there into the universe. If you like it, take it. If you hate it, drop it like it's hot. No hard feelings. So welcome to the first segment of... 10 minute Thursday thoughts. All right. So today's topic is my dear favorite. We are going to be talking about trauma. No, I'm not being crass. I'm not being funny. It's just how we cope over here. We love ourselves, but we're very honest with ourselves. We own our trauma. We own our truth. We own our healing and we are just here to live our best lives and just, just heal, you know? So I am definitely planning a bigger series, segment, whatever the case may be, on the topic of trauma. I live for it. It's something that I study personally. It's something I've been in therapy for. Whether you know it or not, we've all experienced trauma. You may not know how to define it. A lot of us think of trauma as like, oh my God, my house burned down or, you know, things like obviously 9-11, Columbine, the fucking pandemic. But there are other more silent traumas that we can experience every day. We can experience them in our relationships with other people. We can experience them in childhood. And these types of things, especially when we're young, but these types of things, whether it's a big trauma or not, the brain, the body does not care. It responds the same. Um, These types of things shape us and they shape our view of the world. And I think it's so important to recognize that because we all go through life, we all navigate the world through the lens of which we view the world. So like we're all going through this with like this perception, this, you know, inner idea of how the world works, how people work. And some of those are healthy. Some of those are not healthy. Some of them have like, you know, stemmed from things like trauma, whatnot, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, there's a big difference between, you know, someone who's going through the world with the expectation and belief that people are inherently good 
than someone who is navigating the world with the perception that people are inherently bad and I cannot trust them. So that's just an example of what I mean by like these things shape us. Um, it's, it's more than just like a personality trait. You know, it's, it's a thought pattern, it's behaviors, it's, you know, it's sort of everything. It's, you know, our internal dialogue, it's how we communicate with others, it's how we form relationships, like it makes up everything. So like I said, I definitely am planning on doing like a bigger series or something on this topic. But on my drive home today, I was listening to um, an episode on Oprah's Super Soul podcast segment. Um, She just came out with a brand new book. Um, It's Oprah and Dr. Bruce Perry. And it's called What Happened to You. First of all, love the title. Love the title. Um, The reason I love the title is if you think about it as it relates to like trauma and human behavior and the whole nine yards, it it takes away the judgment of like what's wrong with you, what's wrong with him, what's wrong with her. And it kind of puts the onus on the event or the precipitating events that are sort of driving this behavior or or whatever it is that we're seeing or, you know, experiencing with someone else. So I, I love that title. What happened to you? I love it. So in the book, they dissect things like trauma and, you know, the effects of childhood trauma, how that shapes us. Um, They dive into things like um, racism, microaggressions, macroaggressions being traumatic, how people even in, you know, the same types of groups or families might experience those types of things differently. And it's just, I love it. So I'm really excited to read the book. I haven't read it yet. But I listened to the episode and I was just like, this, this is it. Like, this is exactly what I've been looking to talk about. And it really resonated with me because one of my favorite things to say or think about as someone who I've done a lot of inner work, owning my trauma, owning my shit, I've done the whole therapy thing. Like, I, I know all the nasty parts about myself that like are unlovable and all that great stuff. Um, One of the things I went to therapy for the last times I went was um, I emailed my therapist. I hadn't been there in like a year. And I was like, yo, something is happening. I feel like I'm having trouble with anger management. And like more than just my temper, like I was like, I was getting into situations and I was seeing red. Like I would flip and it was just like, it was, it was done. Like I, I could barely even rope it in. So I was like, something's just not not jiving right now. And I want to talk to her about it. So I went and I honestly only went for like two or three sessions. But anyways, I'll dive more into that. My, my, my point of, of that is to let you know that I, I have, I've dug deep on this, on this topic and we'll get a little bit more into that later, but I have dug deep into this topic. And so I am, I'm very much aware But one of my favorite things to say and one of my favorite things to think about is people always want to talk about how you reacted, but they never want to talk about what triggered you. And I just think like for someone like me who I I tend to have out loud reactions. Um, I'm not quiet. I don't ruminate. um, I don't bury things under the rug like if it's there, I'm facing it, I'm confronting it, it is what it is. We all know exactly how I feel. And for me, I think that's beautiful. Um, Not everyone is ready for that kind of energy. Not everyone enjoys that kind of energy. And that is fine. I am not their tea to sip. So I, I am aware that, you know, I feel things very out loud. 
And in certain situations or with certain people, that isn't always read in the way that maybe, not that I wanted to, but it's, it's not always read in, in a way where like, you know, it, I, okay, let me rephrase it. I, I'll come right out and say it. I feel like that type of reaction, an out loud reaction, is something that is judged more than like someone who gets upset and cries. People are, people, you know, kind of like give like a pass to like woeful, teary displays of, you know, disappointment, upset, whatever the case may be. I don't, I don't do that. I'll occasionally cry. Like when I get so angry and frustrated to the point that I just, I can't even perceive going on, I will cry. Don't get me wrong. Um, but my, my trigger, when I'm triggered, my emotions can sometimes manifest as anger. To me, anger is, is a reaction. You can call it an emotion. It's an emotion just like anything else. But to me, it's also like, it, it's a reaction. And I just feel like that's one that I think carries a lot of judgment. And let's rewind back to me going to therapy. We sort of dissected the same thing. And my therapist and I both kind of realized like what was happening was I was being triggered and it was my reaction that was angry. I wasn't angry. It was my reaction that was, was coming out as angry. And what my therapist helped me realize was like, not all of that is my responsibility. It's my responsibility is not what other people do to me or say to me. My reaction is my responsibility, but sometimes people do shitty things and, and sometimes people say and do things that are triggering and it can be intentional or not. Sometimes you can be in situations that are unsafe or um, trigger a trauma response in you. And for me, that can feel, I immediately get like heightened. Um, a couple of things that trigger me and my therapist and I figured this out is like disrespect. And, um, I've alluded to it before. I've come right out and said it, um, definitely have been in like an abusive romantic relationship before. So to me, my brain perceives disrespect as yielding deception, hurt, abuse, and even sometimes violence. So when I feel disrespect and, and that triggers me, I'm not just this, like, I, I don't just feel oh, that person disrespected me. My brain perceives all of that at once. I feel disrespected. I feel lied to. I feel violated. And I possibly feel like I could be in danger because I've been in that situation before. So again, that brings me to my point. Okay, sure. Mine or someone's reaction could look like anger, but what triggered that? And in the conversation with, um, Oprah on the podcast today, um, I, I really loved it. So in the conversation, they were talking about trauma and reactions and it was actually Dr. Perry that said, and I love the way he explained this. He was like, if you think about, you know, a classroom and there's a child that's like always acting out and, you know, it can be easy for the teacher to take it personally. You know, she comes behind the student and, you know, is going to tap on his shoulder and tell him like, okay, five minutes left of the test. And, you know, he lashes out like, don't touch me. Don't come behind me. Okay. When you unravel all the layers to that and you realize that he has an abusive home situation so an adult figure coming up behind him can trigger the feeling of I'm in danger I'm scared it's a totally understandable reaction but it's also understandably confusing for the teacher and you know so then you're in this this dance of understanding his reaction that seems 
disproportionate to the situation and her not understanding that. And I just thought that was such a nice way to describe trauma triggers and, you know, understanding the reaction and, you know, the root of that is is really what matters. So that was just my little brief trauma 10-minute Thursday talk. And I really hope some of this was informative or resonated with you. And if you have any more questions, comments, or concerns about this episode, trauma, anything, my therapy, my mental health, shoot me a little comment, a little DM on the Down and 30 podcast, Instagram, and I will chat with you all next time, hopefully for a longer full-length episode, when it is time to get down and 30. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.